You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. I want to pick up where Pastor Tracy left off last week. She did an excellent message uh, titled... She talked about lifting the veil of ignorance. She showed us in the word that when you ignore the word, you will suffer. So a lot of people are experiencing uh, bad things, not necessarily because um, God desired, it, but they're making bad decisions, bad choices. They're ignoring the word of God. Now, the scripture does tell us in this world, you should have troubles. But be of good cheer for I've overcome the world. So, and I'm saying that to say, so you, there, there will be times where you might have problems, but you want the problems to be because of a, if, if they come, let them be as a result of me having a righteous stand, me standing for God. That's the kind of persecution that the Bible talks about. When the Bible talks about persecution, it's talking about you meeting persecution as a result of your righteous stance, not because you're backed up in your bills. That's not righteous persecution because you owe two months on your car payment. Amen. So if you're going to meet opposition, let it be because I'm doing something. I'm running for Jesus, not because I'm making bad choices. Amen. But but listen then to the word that God has given for this house this year is move. Someone say move move m-o-v-e moving beyond that place of complacency eliminating weights getting rid of anything that will stop you from progressing in the things of god now listen that has to be intentional again there's something that the believer has to do are you with me so, but Pastor mentioned something great last week. She talked about the church of Laodicea. And here, John, he's writing to the seven churches throughout Asia Minor under the inspiration of, of Jesus. And various churches had issues. So these letters to the churches, uh, to these seven churches, was uh, not only written to exhort the church, but also to rebuke the church. So why did he write? To exhort the church, but also rebuke. He pointed out the error. Now, then at the end, if you notice, at the end of each letter, he will say this. Let those who have ears to hear, hear what the Spirit is saying. And most people, um, it's not that they don't know sometimes. A lot of people just fail to do what they know. Just like what Pastor mentioned, Hosea, my people perish. We always stop it for lack of knowledge. No, they rejected the knowledge. And ignorance, or ignorance is nothing more than someone who ignores something. Will you say this? My life can be better at the very moment that I decide that I want it to be better. So you don't have to live like you're living. So let, let's talk about this today, and, and I'm just going to kind of lay a foundation. Let's talk about desiring God. Desiring God. How many desire God today? You see, you see, all the hands are raised now. But, but, but let me say this. Desiring God is not something that just happens on Sunday. Desiring God is not something that happens on Wednesday. Desiring God is a lifestyle. It's waking up every day wanting more of God. <laughs> 
it's, it's waking up every day being purposeful in walking upright to and I know it's not based upon what I do but because of his love for me it causes me to want to do the right thing throughout history you see this this has been you can look at every church and it's throughout every church whether it's the loveless church the this church the faithless church the faithful church what have you you can see this throughout history that the body of Christ not just the local church because we are the church we are the ecclesia okay you have the universal church that's believers where everywhere we, we've taught this okay you have the local church that's the local assembly like we're meeting today then you have the individual church the body but here, the church of Laodicea had become lukewarm, not just the body per se, but the individual. Let's read. Ready? Let's read. So because you are lukewarm, look at this, spiritually useless and neither hot. No, come on. Let's read. Hot or cold. I will vomit you out of my mouth, rejecting you. What? With, listen to this. He's saying the same, th same thing to us today. Because you say I'm rich and have prospered and grown wealthy and have need of nothing and you do not know what you are and you do not know that you are wretched, miserable. Do you see this? And poor, blind, naked, without hope and in great need. I want you to write this down. First of all, and, and I've shared this. And I want you to go back and get this CD. It was a great message on, these, on the various churches. But, but lukewarm water makes a disgusting drink. There's nothing good about lukewarm. Actually, it's used to make people vomit. Someone was sick, they would give someone lukewarm water. So it's, it's not good for anything. In this particular church, as a lot of churches today have become lukewarm, thus, listen to this, distasteful and repugnant. We are the light of the world, the salt of the earth. If the salt loses its flavor, it's good for nothing. And when we are lukewarm Christians, we are good for nothing. We're talking about desiring God, right? They have become a dissonant church. What do you mean? A church that was out of harmony with one another. Why? Because they were self-seeking. Everything is about me. There's no way you can desire God and not want to be where and not want to be in his presence. <laughs> when you desire God he's first he's before the ball game he's before the party he's before this he's before that he's when, when God when I desire God God is first now I want you to write these down because I'm going to give you some points uh, we're going to talk about that lukewarm Christian I'm going to give you some signs of a lukewarm Christian but we need to jot these down because um when I hear these, you know, I need to do a self-introspection. Is he talking about me? Am I a lukewarm Christian? Any lukewarm Christians in the church? Raise your hand. See, the, 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 first of all, we need to learn how to tell the truth. This was a church. Okay. See, now, how many people you shared Jesus with this week? How, how, what has your commitment looked like thus far? Since January 1, 2018. See, now, we, but, but I'm hot. I'm on fire. The believers didn't take a stand for anything. Listen, didn't take a stand for anything. And, and when you don't take a stand for anything, write this down. Notice we're talking about moving also. Write this down. Indifference will always lead to idleness. 
indifference will always lead to idleness. Because they didn't stand for anything, they became idle. I mean, I, I really don't want pastor. I don't want everybody to know what I'm saying. That's, that's, you know, that's just between me and Jesus. You need to come out today. You, you, you see, only a couple. See, everybody who's not clapping, afraid to come out. They don't want everybody. They don't want people to know that you are a Jesus freak. That you love. Yes, sure. Because when you see, it, it tickles me. People always want to get ignorant. We use Jesus because we are a English speaking people. If I was somewhere in a, in a Greek speaking country, I would say yes, sure. But you should not be ashamed to love and proclaim that I love Jesus. And I'm not ashamed about it. I don't care who knows. Yeah, I, who you serve? Jesus. By neglecting to do anything for Christ, this church had become hardened and self-satisfied. It was literally destroying itself. And when you look at the body of Christ, when, when we become silent as a church, it, everything else starts rising up. That's why you see so many, you know, so many religions now. And I submit to you that it's partly due because the church has become silent. We don't want people to know. Not knowing that part of your purpose is to disciple others as a believer. Every religion has disciples. Yes, they do. They have individuals telling others about what they believe. A disciple is just a student, a learner. Are you here? Listen to this. Write these down and, and watch what this spells. We're talking about this particular church. This church was characterized by self-sufficiency. That's I can do it on my own notice. They were beginning to say, you, you know how it is. And it tickles me. I've seen people who didn't work and just, just I don't know how they got money, but they would sow and believe God and just just real passion for God and actually were more committed when they didn't have two niggas to rub together. But just as soon as you got that job making $7.55 an hour, I'm sorry, $7.80, $7.80, and was able to get your own lunch and get Uber to take you here and there. I don't need God anymore. When in fact, the more that you are blessed is all the more reason to give honor to God because you know that I could not do this. See, it's just like those uh, in the old covenant when the Lord said, listen now, when I bless you, when you get you find houses and when you get this and when you get that, don't forget who made it all possible. Remember the Lord thy God for it is he who gave you the power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant. So don't forget how you got the house. Don't forget how you got the degree. Don't forget. And sometimes when we're not desirous of God, is we can forget who made it all possible. They were what? They had become self-sufficient. They were, they had become ignorant. It, they were characterized by self-sufficient ignorance, ignoring the word, complacency. That goes back to that lukewarm, indifferent. Not cold, not hot. I'm not going to say I love Jesus. And I'm not going to say I'm not. Well, what are you? That, see, see, that's between me. And kudos. Kudos is praise and honor for achievement. Pride. Seeking you know, kudos. You ever heard kudos? That's people who are, are status seekers. Notice he said, man, uh, what is it? Uh, because you say I'm rich, I've prospered and grown. See, that's that's, that's pride. Look what I've done. Wow. 
like the rich fool. I will build bigger barns. I will sit back and drink and be merry. I will. In that passage about the rich fool, he said I about 11, to- about 11 times. That's the one who is operating in self-sufficiency. I did this. In the Bible, Jesus called him a fool. Self-sufficiency. Someone say S. Yes. They were operating in ignorance. I. I. Complacency. C. Kudos. K. What does that spell if we would do the acronym? Sick. They have become a sick church. Wow. And you see that in the body of Christ. The church has become sick. Christians who are operating in self-sufficiency and feel like that. And, and it, it tickles me. They only want God when, when your back hurting, your leg crippled. This happened, that happened. That's not desirous of God. You should want God every day. When things are going smooth and when they seem to be challenging, Lord, I still love you anyhow. As a matter of fact, if I'm desirous of him, uh, 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 when things are going good, when they get challenged, I can still rock it steady because I know how good he is. Let me say something. There's nothing more disgusting than a half-hearted, nominal, in-name-only Christian. That's what he's saying. Man, you, you are disgusting. You, you, I mean, you won't stand for anything. You, sit, you just sit and let people talk crazy, and you know you have to answer. You know what you know, but you refuse to do anything because you don't want to step on anybody's toes when the mindset should be, if you're not ashamed to proclaim what you believe, I'm not going to shut my mouth for nobody. That's why, let me tell you how, how Jesus raised so much fuss. Because even the world, they don't, they don't mind you saying God. Because there are a lot of things that people devote as God. Just don't say Jesus. You can say Allah. You can say whatever you want. But just don't say, don't, don't say Jesus. And if he wasn't real, wouldn't be so much fuss about that. You can say whatever you want to say. That in and of itself, I'll let you know. Uh, yeah, there's, and as I state many times before, what makes Christianity superior over everything else is that Jesus got up. Here, let's talk about. We just be determined. Don't don't settle for being a half a half. Don't be a half-hearted Christian. Don't be a half-hearted Christian. Don't follow God halfway. <laughs> let's talk about let, let, in these next few minutes let's, let's talk about some signs of a lukewarm Christian talking about that person who has become lukewarm dull of hearing and, can, and when I say this or, or listen to this when you complacent here's what you have to realize all new things require discomfort man that's what we don't like we don't like we don't like discomfort that's why it's hard for people to move because we, we like being comfortable. I like, like the man who was at the pool of Bethesda. We, we, you know, we're, nah, nah, I'm good. So when you tread new paths, it's, it's not going to feel easy all the time. You, you're going to meet resistance. That's an indication that it's working. That, that's to let you know, oh, it's working. That's just like going to the gym. You never feel pain. You, 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 you're doing something wrong. Yes, you are. I ain't supposed to Pain is a sign of growing. That's something I, I'm tearing down something and all of something can come back bigger. 
See, boy, anybody work out? I, I, I think it's, it, it may be more now, but it was like 80% of Americans was like overweight. Just listen now before you get indignant. Let's see. Wait a minute, mother. Wait a minute, father. Wait a minute, son. Wait a minute. Is mother a bad word? Why y'all looking like? Wait a minute, mother. What's bad about mother? Which, which, watch this, and I'm using it for a point, which means that the majority of people lack discipline. And see, and when you lack discipline in one area, it's easier to lack discipline in other areas. So that explains why you have a, the majority of believers who are not Discipline as it relates to this walk because there is no discipline. And they're waiting on God to discipline them when he left that portion for you. I discipline my body. So, number one, we're talking about signs of a lukewarm Christian. Number one, no one knows that you are a follower of Jesus. That's the first sign. I mean, you mean tell me you've been at that job three years and your co-workers have no idea that you love Jesus? They have no idea that you, you are saved? Well, Pastor, you know, you know they, they want to allow us to discuss things like that without even saying a word. Your character, your walk will speak volumes that will cause others to inquire whether outside the job, at lunch. Tell me, you are different than everybody else. But my question is, why are you keeping, you in general, your relationship with Jesus so private? I'm talking about the one who died for you, the one who loves you like nobody else. But then you will proclaim out loud. You know Rico is trifling. But you will stand on the mountaintop and declare how much you love this guy who treats you like. And dare anybody to say something about him. Uh, <laughs> hit a nerve. Still sign your book though. Why don't your friends, well, I'm just asking, why don't they know that you, that you love Jesus? Let me say something. Let, let me tell you what, what's very disheartening. When you know that there are people around you that's not saved, but you refuse to say something. And the last thing you want to happen is to have a friend or a loved one, God forbid, to go on to be with the Lord. And you never said. Listen, you don't have to accept them, but I'm still throwing out there. I'm going to sow a seed. You don't have to get saved. Even if you don't accept him today, I'm going to still throw it out there. Hey, are you saved? Have you ever confessed Jesus as your Lord and said, what you think about God? 
because you, you, you don't want to be at the other end and you're looking at somebody and, and the whole only thing you can think about, did I, I mean, I... I, I mean, they knew about my homeboy. They knew about this. They knew about that. But I never said, do you love Jesus, man? Being cool is not being afraid to proclaim what you stand for. That's cool. You want to be cool. Don't be ashamed of Jesus. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.